oh my god, he's fingering himself and jerking off. Is that, do you do that? That's a thing. Yes, that's a thing. And this is Ryan. And we're queer. <laughs> and we're still here doing long distance once again. Uh, I don't like this long distance. <laughs> First off, can I just say that um, mm-hmm. from one of our listeners pointed out something that me and Lo <laughs> didn't know about. And I just found what? out about like 30 minutes ago. So, well, do if, I know this listener, or is this like a random person? A random person. So, no, it, it's not. Um, so <laughs> I would just like to say that if you listen to all our podcasts, you might have noticed um, episode thirty-eight. If you we we did our little sign-off salute. And for some reason, the computer kept recording us. And. <laughs> no, it didn't! No, it didn't! Yes, yes, it did. You asked one job, you edited that one. So, oh, so, if what you listen. If you listen to the end, uh, it's about three <laughs> minutes of just like low walking around. And then Lo starts talking about all of her cute lights and how she can fall asleep to the light. And then uh, Lo Lo says, Oh, Ryan, you ate that whole pizza to yourself. And then I was like, I don't feel good. And then Lo farts on the microphone. And it sounds so bad. Yeah, but you're the one that got recorded blowing out the room. <laughs> hey, you know what? This is life. That's real. So I'm ashamed. This is Lowe's uh, farting outtake. Did you? I can't wait to hear it. Yeah, so if you want to hear it, go, uh, <laughs> go listen to the end of episode 38, and maybe we'll hit like right i appreciate that i can appreciate that person thank you <laughs> yes yes so That's how amazing. has how has your week been trash <laughs> it's monday it's trash oh are you a trash panda Mm-hmm. i'm 100 trash panda we haven't spoken at all since ryan moved and it's been over 15 days it's been like 15 16 17 days and i haven't had a phone conversation with him so i want to know all the hot details (laughs) i might fart later (laughs) (laughs) okay so can i start with first world problems yes okay first world problems so i left the small little city where I had a vehicle, and I was very privileged to have a vehicle. I'm now in the biggest, uh, way bigger city. I love com- public transit and commuting and people watching. I love it. But... Yes, people watching on public transit is the best. But the thing is, is that you never realize how essential a vehicle is until you go grocery shopping. So, I have an addiction to carbonated water. I'm not hauling a case of carbonated... I got you started on that. Yes, but I am not hauling a a whole case of carbonated water 14 blocks. Like, not happening. Don't you have, like, a convenience store that you can go to? No. Don't. Okay. Like, literally, I might have to call an Uber to get my carbonated water. Like, hey, first world problems. Isn't there, like, a grocery service delivery thing? Yeah, but you have to is pay that? for it. How expensive is it? Is it worth it? It might be worth it. It's, like, $15, I think. 
And like mm. the this door's fourteen blocks away. Like I can walk. <laughs> Listen, that's like a whole pizza that you can fart about after. Right. They right. Got fifteen dollars. <laughs> so the next thing is that um, Montreal is not accessible to people that are not able-bodied. I'll say that. Um, I almost got hit so many times the first week I was here because when you are waiting on the corner um, to see the sign for the crosswalk, like the little like guy that walks, mm. there's no ding. Yeah. There's no ding. There's no sound. There's no what? There's no sound. There's no ding. I have taken that for granted. Every city that I've been in. No, and so, so many times. I don't even pay attention half the time, and I can see, you know. I know, right? And so I was like. I literally just look at my phone and wait for the beep. Right? And so, um, either what was happening was that um, Otter was halfway down the crosswalk, and I was still standing there because I was waiting for the beep. Amazing. Yes. Um, okay. Man, next. I fucking do that too. I would never realize. No, exactly. <laughs> and because all the buildings are like the old brick style, they have no ramps, and the the metro system uh, does only has like three or four elevators. So like, it's very hard for like people in wheelchairs <laughs> or to accommodate people because there's no access. So it's. I, from where I come from, is very inclusive, or at least, like, really trying to be. And here, it's not so much. So I couldn't even imagine being, like, someone that was in a wheelchair. Hmm. Or visually impaired. Yeah. Okay, so, the next thing, uh, walking around the neighborhood, Montrealers love to honk. Like, love to honk. honk? Like, in their cars. Yeah. But the thing is, that it's not like, oh, you're falling asleep at the wheel, like, honk, or stop texting, honk. They literally will honk at that person, like, 16 times, even if the person, like, is moving. They'll keep honking, 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 (laughs) honking. And it's so annoying. It causes so much, like, noise pollution. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it so much. Oh, do you just hear it all the time in your apartment? Well, the other thing is, is that um, growing up, like, in where I grew up, like, I was so isolated. Oh, you're in the middle of nowhere. Middle, middle of nowhere. And I live two blocks away from the children's hospital. And mm-hmm. so uh, that causes all day of the night and all day there's always... Um, uh, ambulances and fire trucks and police cars going constantly by my um, apartment building. So it yeah. is never quiet. Like, never quiet. Man, last night, I, because I sleep with a window open, and man, I could hear children screaming at like 3 a.m. in the street. I almost called the cops. Also, there's like that's uh. Concern, right? Like that's not normal. No, no, I definitely. I don't want to judge somebody's parenting, but like, that's not normal <laughs> for them to be playing outside at that time. I don't know. No, that's that's concerning for sure. And the other thing mm-hmm. is, is that because I am like two blocks away from the metro station. And so there's a couple pubs that are a little bit further. So at all hours of the night, there's drunk people walking by, yelling and screaming and like, yeah, big city living. Amazing. Right. What's your favorite thing about your apartment? My favorite thing is my balcony because I get to people watch. I'm like, I FaceTimed you, and you gave me a tour of your place, and you're like, I'm never going to fucking use this little balcony. And I'm like, yeah, I'm right. You're going to sit out there every damn day and look at you now. No, literally. Like, I have breakfast out there. I read out there. I just stand there. I just have to remember not to go out there in my underwear. (laughs) Because I'm a nudist. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. So, I forget that, like, people can see into your yard. I dog sat for Ryan for 15 days while him and Otter were in Montreal. 
And at my old place, like not now, I don't have a yard at the apartment that I'm in right now, but at the old place that I was at, it had a big yard that like nobody could look into because it was all hedged and it was like really beautiful. And like I'd walk out there without a shirt on, like all this like butt naked, like nobody would see you. And I forgot that. So like whenever I get home from work and I'm home alone, shirt automatically comes off, bra automatically comes off. And I go to let the dogs out the back door and several times I forgot that your backyard is visible by like all of your neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> there were several times that your neighbors were standing out there and like paused the conversation while you heard where the dogs like fucking ripped down the wood pathway. <laughs> I did so. <laughs> well, the best thing about that is that Otter was like. Our neighbors are probably so concerned because when you're home, they just always see butt and dick. And now that this new woman is living in your place, now there's, like, boobs everywhere and, like, coochie. So they're just, like, thinking that we probably have, like, a nudist colony going on on this little house. <laughs> so weird. Like, just let me live my life. I got an arrow for nips. Okay, okay, so now let's talk about the apartment. One thing is that in where I'm from, it's very dry hot. You know what? I never appreciated dry heat until now. Montreal is very humid. Like, right now it is 8.30 at night, and I am literally drenched in sweat just sitting here talking. Like, oh, no, thank I just you. feel wet all the time. <laughs> all the time. Yeah. And, like, literally, I walk two blocks. I'm like, I need to shower. This is gross. So, mm. humidity sucks. But that's, like, a mm. common thing that everyone says that's different. Mm-hmm. The other thing is, is that I don't understand well why apartments charge for cats and dogs to be in the premises because usually cats and dogs barely make any noise other than like oh a little bit of barking or maybe damage to the property because above my i'm on the second floor on the third floor there is a family with little kids and like they're oh, probably like yeah, i know that's what you're gonna say three they or don't charge for kids no they don't charge for kids it's bullshit. they are three and four and five and literally, it is midnight. It is midnight. And they are running back and forth, like, jumping up and down. I'm like, are you having, like, some sort of party? And, like, it's constant. Like, I'm glad that these kids are getting exercise. But, like, holy fuck. Like, just sit down and watch some TV. Like, come on. And so then it was, like, Saturday night. And, like, all their cousins came over. So there's a bunch. Like, there was, like, six or seven for, like, a sleepover. And literally it was, like, till two in the morning just running back and forth. Running back and forth. Jumping off the couch. Like, it was <laughs> so bad. I'm like, that's I would amazing. rather listen to a dog bark. So that's another issue that I think that needs to be okay, changed so in apartments. Need clarification on. I need clarification. Are you going to let me speak? <laughs> okay, so I'm having problems because I live in this old house now that's, like, subdivided into, like, a small apartment on the bottom floor and then, like, by massive on the top floor. It's a three-bedroom. And the person below us is getting angry because we have hardwood floors that are creepy because they're old as book years old and that we walk around in our kitchen when you chose to move in behind underneath of us yeah no that's like this not come into the what is that like you chose to live in the, underneath somebody yeah no like that is to be expected like i expect that it's just it's just it's not like oh i'm walking to the bathroom or whatnot like it is kids jumping up and down at all hours yeah. of the night during the day i don't yeah. care Go hard, but it's like eleven to like one in the morning usually, almost every night, like school nights, everything, and they're jumping and running. So it's just what? like kids awake at that time, right? That's what I'm like, dude. Like, and they don't sleep all day because it's running all day long too. Um, the other thing is, maybe people have a daycare. 
Mm, I don't think so, but... Do you have a daycare? I don't think so. Weird. I don't know. Um, okay, so the other care. thing is, is that mm-hmm. uh, I was coming home from the grocery store, and I was trying to unlock my door, and I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm jiggling it, jiggling it, and, like, my key will not open up the door. And I'm, like, probably, like, trying this for, like, three minutes. I was at the wrong door, and the person opened up the door and was like, can I help you? And I was like, uh... I was like, I just moved here. And they were like, why are you trying to break into my apartment? I'm like, I thought this was my apartment. And I slowly, like, backed up. And they, like, did not believe me. They just, like, watched me walk across the hall and unlock my door like they thought that i was actually like breaking into their apartment and i was like no 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 like i literally just went to the wrong door so that was great um um that happened me and my best friend from university um we used to get really drunk and she lived in an apartment building that like had hallways like that what i'm imagining yours is similar to where there's like six or seven doors and, like, we would get so drunk that we would forget, like, which, like, side of the hallway was hers. Right? Know? It happens. And the and, only... And we found out that her key opened up every single... That it opened up, like, that door. Like, it, it unlocked the lock. So, like, yeah. Yes, yeah. Because we were drunk. We, we opened the door and we're like, wait. Like, immediately, we're like, okay, this is not your fucking apartment. And, like, backed out, obviously. Because we didn't mean to do it. Like, her key unlocked, we're assuming, like, every apartment. Like, if it unlocked that one, why wouldn't it work on the other ones? Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we're moving on. So, I'm now moved in. I'm getting <laughs> settled. So, I got a goldfish because every boy who's living in a big city needs a goldfish. I named I him... Goldfish's name? Jacques. <laughs> His name is Jacques because mm-hmm. we live in mm-hmm. Montreal. And then I got a snake plant, and the plant's name is Vern. So I'm taking care of Jacques and Vern right now. And they haven't died? No, they have not died. Oh, update to people who listen to all of our podcasts. The dude that um, bought me all those fish on that date that we had and barely talks to me now, but apparently he's coming over later tonight. Um, all the fish are still alive, and I bought them from PetSmart. Well, you got them from PetSmart, but they're all still alive. Well, that's that good. That's, that's never happened to me before. PetSmart fish always die. No, I've <laughs> had the opposite. PetSmart fish always live, and all the other pet stores die. Mm-hmm. Seriously. But let's talk about this. So... I'm so used to living in a city where you can jump in your car and go to a pet store, like, in, like, literally 10 minutes. So, (laughs) it took me 45 minutes of walking. No, first off, I took a subway for 45 minutes. Then I had to get off the subway and walk. I got the fish. I was so excited that I got the fish. I left the store, got back on the subway, took 45 minutes to get back to my place, put them in the bowl, forgot fish food. Forgot mm. fish food. <laughs> and also, as I was asking some locals where the best fish store was, the one guy was like, yeah. oh, it's like six blocks that way. So I like walk six blocks that way. It was mm-hmm. a place where you would buy frozen fish. <laughs> <laughs> so the translation was not there. Because I, I told oh, him pet speak fish. To them in French? <laughs> no, I can't you speak pet French. Fish. <laughs> but that's so funny. Um, um, those are my updates. So, what are your updates? My updates were that I just hung out with dogs and drank wine while you were gone. Um, um. I made a realization about my anxiety that, like, I, I had a panic attack yesterday. Was yesterday Sunday? Yeah, I went. I was feeling, like, anxious because I've been having these weird dreams about, like, d- swimming in a deep pool.
cool and like having a really good time and like being able to hold my breath for a long time or being able to like breathe underwater is super cool and then like come up gasping for air so I haven't been sleeping very well because I like literally like choke and wake myself up um but I had a panic attack because I was like around people like I felt like I have this weird is this how social anxiety works do other people feel like when you're out in public like obviously people don't give a fuck like you're, they're never gonna see you again you know what I mean like they're not actually looking at you but I felt like I was paranoid that everybody was fucking looking at me and like judging me well you very okay. weird mm-hmm Yikes. Sorry, I'm also eating my dinner right now. <laughs> um, um, what other updates? Uh, I don't really have any. Like, I don't, haven't really seen anybody. I just kind of went with the dog, literally. Like, it couldn't drink well. Finally. <laughs> Sounds like the life. <laughs> so now I get a little, a little bit more of a... Seriously, I just watched that. It's like, oh, 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 there was something that I really wanted to talk about. But now I can't remember what it is. What, what is the best thing that you've watched on Netflix so far? Um, I actually binged on Sunday the movie or the TV series called The Sinner. It's fucking good. Like, 10 out of 10 would recommend. And apparently the second season is starting right now. It's really good. Hmm. Oh, frick. There is something that I wanted to talk about. I should have written it down because now I don't remember. Okay. And it was like a double standard, like the kids and like pets. I remember it now. That's my update. <laughs> okay, so moving on. Um, you know how I usually have like fear of the week. I have a new one. Yes. It's mm-hmm. called okay. um because I'm in the city and there's lots of graffiti. Um, it's graffiti of the week. Are you ready okay. for this? Okay. Are you ready for this? Hmm? This was written okay. on a wall in a bathroom, but it was like large, like the full wall. And it said, I felt dead today, so I wore a thong. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I just like laugh Same. so hard. I laugh so hard. Same though. Oh my goodness. Okay, my next one. I'm bringing back obsession of the week, and uh, this is a new term. I'm always getting in touch with like my mm-hmm. nature side and being trying to be spiritual with that and whatnot, and this popped up. And it's nothing that I ever thought about, but it just came up on my Snapchat. It's called an ecosexual. So, before I start, if there's any listeners who are ecosexuals, I would love to talk to you to understand more of this. Because the interview only gave me, like, a slight personal insight of one person's experience. And, like, I just need to inform everyone about this. So, this woman tried to have sex with a tree as a child humping... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, basically like that. But she was a child. She hunted and whatnot. And then she named the tree Rainbow Birch. Okay? So, that happened one time while she was a child. And she always remembered that moment. Then, years later, as an adult, she went back to, like, her, like, hometown and found Rainbow Birch, that tree. And she tried again. And this time, she felt shame. The same tree. The same tree. So, Hmm. this time, she felt shame because it wasn't consensual. Now, let's break down consent. I understand that trees are... How do you have sex with a tree? Do you, <laughs> do you shove it up your vagina? <laughs> Honestly, how does that happen? It will... Against the tree? How do you do that? She literally talks about how she just rubbed up against it until she orgasmed. But 
Okay, so I think the whole idea of consent is like between two individuals. I there's no way that you can have consent between a person and a tree because the tree doesn't have a brain. Like, yes, it's living, but like it doesn't w- understand or work in like words. So like that yeah. that that to me is weird, but. Um, she said that it was a sensual interplay between her and the plants. So after this experience Hmm. of her, like, fucking a tree again, she experimented with psychedelic drugs so she could understand and see the mind of the tree that she fucked. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, okay, like... Are you serious right now? Right? Are you serious? Like, this is actually a thing? This is, this is a thing. I never understand. Listen, I'm not judging her. Like, you do what you need to do. But I just don't get it. Okay, so then, after just this... Just like ex- people will never get me farting after eating pizza. <laughs> they won't get it, because they don't enjoy themselves. So they indulge. <laughs> So then she says that she started, like, using the internet, and she found ecosexual bathhouses. And this is a place where ecosexuals what? can explore their sexuality in peace. So, basically, if, it, if no one knows, like, um, Montreal has a lot of gay bathhouses, and you, like, pay $10, you get to go in, and you can have, like, sex with any of the clientele that's there. Um, and do whatever you want. You can watch, you can For purchase. $10? For ten dollars. For just ten dollars? Ten dollars. You can get sex with somebody for ten dollars. Yes. Now I, now I remember need to get that to Montreal. <laughs> remember that these bathhouses, it's not like prostitution, like it's like people coming together all paying ten dollars, so it's not like designated people working there that have sex with the people. So, basically, instead of, like, having sex in bathrooms and alleys, you could go to this bathhouse, pay $10, and, like, do that there. So, it's kind of like a safe space. Yeah. (laughs) But, so, Mm -hmm. someone has made an eco-sexual bathhouse, which is just, like, a fenced-in yard with a bunch of plants and trees, and people pay to have sex with them. Like, oh my god, how gross are those trees? You can't <laughs> sanitize a tree. You know what I'm saying? So, like, um, how does that work? That's like, no, no, no. Right? No. I was like, whoever made this up is, like, making some easy coin. Like, easy coin. So then I, like, Ew. so then I googled ecosexual. And it explains Mm -hmm. it that some people want to be pleasured by nature, where others just want to be pleasured in nature. So it's it's like a large spectrum. So some people want to, like, rub themselves on a tree. Other people just want to have, like, outdoor sex, basically. Fair enough. Okay. That makes sense. I can get the, like, wanting to have sex in nature. I get that. Yes, I've tried, I've tried many times, and I've had ants bite my back or mosquitoes attack me. It just was not a good feeling. <laughs> Man, that was like such a high school thing. <laughs> like, I freaking used to have sex in a park and stuff when I was in high school. Yeah, but no, that was like when you were scared to have sex at your parents' house. <laughs> Oh my god! Okay, never mind. Okay. I do have a really good essay, but I think we'll just make it a main part. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm almost done. So, okay. um, the article keeps interviewing her, and she says that after she found these eco-sexual um bathhouses, she developed more of her sexuality. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about how she's now into BDSM, but with nature. So instead of leather whips, so instead of leather whips, she uses fake plant vines. And instead of a paddle brush to get like spanked, uh, she has made a paddle brush with turf sticking out of it. 
So then I looked this up about like nature BDSM and it's like a thing. So one of the quotes off this website is quotation marks taking BDSM out of the dungeon and into the garden. And then it says instead of a instead of a dominant and a sub, it's talking about a master gardener and their sapling. And their master gardener. I'm gonna look it 100%. I'm gonna look this up on Pornhub when oh, we're done. Oh, I never because even thought about that. I'm not looking up right now. I'm gonna provide you feedback on how freaky this shit is. <laughs> so then it goes on to say that the master garden, the master gardener, manipulates and molds the person into like a metaphorical plant with the BDSM. Very, interesting. very interesting. So, hmm. if you didn't I've know... I've never heard of that one. I know. I feel like I've heard a lot of things, and that was a first. I was very surprised. For sure. So, if we have any listeners that have experience <laughs> with this, I would love to interview um, you, because I'm sure there's, everyone does it so differently. Yeah, I want to hear about this. Okay, what would it be called? What would it be called? Like, like nature BDSM? Or maybe... Sure. BDS. If that doesn't um, work, just type in ecosexual. No. Oh, no, it's literally just like. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, no. This is just like people having sex in nature. What, what did you say? Type in eco. eco and then sexual. Dump, dump, dump. Do you think come up? Okay. <laughs> Two videos out of all the Pornhub pop up. Two. Oh my. <gasps> Wait. <gasps> One of the suggestions is pre-sex. Wait a second. I'm. 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 <gasps> okay. Wait. They're not. They're having sex. Okay, so there's one video. There's there's one. It's called Eco Sexual Mountain Three, and the other one is called Also Beaten Path: A Quick Walk in the Woods. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Eco Sexual Mountain Three. Yes, tell us what's happening. Oh, oh my god. Okay, um, the star's name is Cherry Blossom, and it's a dude. He's walking out full naked, dick out. Ew, but he's shaved, and he's literally just hiking. Like, no, you if you're going to be in nature, don't shave. Okay, listen. Sin. Oh my god, he's sticky just flopping around. Is that really what it's like when you walk around with your dick? Oh, he's just jerking off on a path. Wait, I'm going to fast forward. It's kind of fun. Okay, and I'm fucking himself with a dildo on the path. <laughs> so fucking weird. <laughs> oh my god he's tying himself up like his dick up with rope oh my god he's fingering himself and jerking off is that do you do that that's a thing yes oh that's goodness. a thing oh my god oh my goodness i don't like it ew he just j- no that's it that's what it is okay this is lame i want somebody to get fucked with like a twig or something this guy's just jerking off on the path <laughs> Let's see the cum shot. He's about to come. Wait, oh, the cum shot is lame. Ten out of ten would not recommend. Oh my god. No, that's not please, what she was describing. Like, um, this weird guy jerking off on a map. No, I feel like that's not what she's talking about at all. That's lame. I'm disappointed for <laughs> No, but in the article, it showed, like, actual pictures of, like, all her, like, BDSM tools and stuff, and, like, it was pretty intense. So this is something that you need to further research. Eco-sexual. Eco-sexual. I'm just Googling it. I'm just Googling it. Oh, eco-sexuals believe having sex with the Earth could save it, vice. No, you... You can't save the earth by fucking the ground. Wow. 
this is um, something else. I want to know more about this. If there is somebody out there that's into this, I need to know folks. I, I think... Nothing gentle. Okay, wait. Okay. Uh, okay, what's number one? So many advertisements. One, ecosexuality involves having sex with the earth. Two, the main premise is that you can see nature as your lover and not as your mother. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> I didn't even think um, of that either. I'm shocked. Ecosexual, yeah, ecosexuality is a new approach to stopping climate change. Ecosexuality is an identity like any other. Ecosexuals can be in long-term relationships with the elements. There is growing interest in the concept of ecosexuality. Ecosexuals wear condoms on their fingers for flower sex. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I just. This is, I, because, this, is, this is because contraception is too an important part of ecosexuality, and people having a, having a slip of condom over their finger before they stroke the flowers in order to stop interfering. With the pollination, but you will. Like, yeah, because Yeah, because if what you. What are you talking about? Like, where, what are you even thinking? If you destroy the flower because you, you like me, finger fuck it too call, hard. Who do you call your brother's girlfriend out here with a court poster? Give her opinion on this because I feel like putting a condom on your finger and fingering a flower that's gonna fuck up the pollination for sure. I mean, it might spread it a little bit, but I think you'll just do more damage. I feel like you're just going to kill the flower by having sex with it. No. No, no. Uh, I need to see this. I want to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> you're very intrigued. What else has Google brought up for me? Um, this is professional research for my podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, there's a whole video on it on YouTube from Vice. Okay, wait, wait. Well, Vice is the article that I read. Oh, can you truly believe that Pepsi is natural? Can you hear this? A slightly. <gasps> oh my God! Oh my God! Okay, so there's this awesome series on Viceland called Whatever, um, and I guess she is um, doing an eco-sexuality uh, episode, and some of the pictures were, were very interesting. I'm intrigued. <laughs> Somebody commented on this YouTube video, I feel like nature just got fired. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
did the girls get consent from Mother Nature is the real question. Oh my god, yeah! Oh my god, okay, so this is one of my biggest fears. If I'm gonna have sex on the beach, there's gonna be sand and shit and like bugs that like get in there. So like, these people, like, you're gonna get like dirt and shit up in there. <laughs> Poison ivy up your hoo-ha. Could you imagine? Like going to the doctor and being like, Hmm. The stick broke off. <laughs> I got this because I dicked myself off of the fucking tree. <laughs> oh, oh my God. goodness. Okay, so. People are so fucking weird. Sorry. <laughs> okay, this one will be a short little thing, but world news with Ryan. Okay, first one. Um, teen solves six Rubik's Cubes underwater in only one breath. What? What do you think that is? Okay, I need, I, um, I need somebody in high school that could solve a Rubik's, a Rubik's Cube, like, right away. Um. But, can you imagine doing six say, underwater with one breath? Some people can hold their breath for a long time, though. So, if it only takes you, like... Like twenty seconds at the most, and then do them all. How long would that be? Two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. <laughs> a minute and twenty seconds. You can't hold your breath for a minute and twenty seconds. Okay, so actually, that's probably like Australia or something. Okay, so this guy was from Georgia. He was eighteen. <laughs> And he spent six months practicing to break the world record. He did. Um, he did it in a minute and forty-four seconds. All six Rubik's cubes. Now, my reaction to that is like, I'm not doing enough with my life if this is what this person has like and does in their spare time. <laughs> I feel like that's what I would do in my spare time. <laughs> I was like so impressed. Okay, next one. Okay. Um, this is such a fear. Like, oh, I'll just leave it at that. Woman gets contact lens stuck in eye for twenty eight years. Oh my god, I saw this, and it was like a glass one. Oh. So, like, her eye socket or whatever, and she like was complaining about it. I think this happens in Canada. Yeah, um, it actually happened in Great Britain. <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm so wrong. <laughs> but, this reminded me of my mom. My mom turned 50, and she's always worn glasses, and she's like, I'm going to get contacts. That's what I'm going to do when I turn 50. So she turns 50. The first night, she's trying to take her contact out of her eye. She spent an hour in the bathroom crying, scratching her eye. And my dad found oh the contact goodness. on the ground. My mom didn't notice that the contact was out of her eye. So... She just went about her life, minding her own business. Right? So this 42-year-old woman um, didn't realize that she lost a contact and it went behind her eye and it took 20 years for them to find it. Like, that she actually found a doctor. Like, literally, like, the doctor um, did an x-ray, and they thought it was, like, a, like a cyst. And so then they yeah, went to yeah, go yeah, yeah. Um, remove it, and it was a contact lens. Like, that's so scary. Mm -hmm. People oh. are stupid, seriously. Okay, and my I'm last like one. I'm paranoid of getting stuck in my ears. Okay, hmm? my last, last one. Okay. Hungry Thief. Wanted after nearly one hundred thousand dollars worth of ramen noodles went missing. Oh my god, that's amazing! So someone uh, stole a hundred thousand dollars worth of ramen noodles. Where did that happen? In Canada, there has to be one that's from Canada. Okay. Is that one from Canada? This is a trick question. It also happened in Georgia. People in Georgia are lit. That's me. I'm not going to guess Georgia twice. 
So yeah, no, literally someone like um there was a trailer being transported and I guess the trailer got like uh like parked and detached and then someone like attached it to their truck and drove off with it. Seriously. So the county wow. police is still looking for all the ramen noodles. So if you know some someone who has a lot of ramen noodles, you should um contact the Georgia police and they might give you some monies. Wouldn't they be tracking down like the trailer though? Like wouldn't that be easier to find? Well <laughs> I guess so, but they haven't found it and it went missing but like July twenty seventh. In your bunker for doomsday? <laughs> oh my god. Because they never go bad. Oh my god, a doomsday prepper stole it. Right? Like this was like This was not an accident. No. Not at all. Because ramen noodles are so much better than Twinkies. I've never had a Twinkie. I've actually never had a Twinkie either. Really? We should have a Twinkie at Christmas time when you're here. Yeah, deal. What's even in a Twinkie? It's like a sponge cake and Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so that's all of my stuff. <laughs> okay. Expensive. I was like, you can get everything from Amazon Prime. I'm going to Amazon Prime about this fucking vibrator. And boy, am I disappointed. Oh no. How, okay, first off, how much was it? So, it was $35. Okay, well, and that's your point right now. Yeah. You right, bought a cheap sector. That's such a letdown. Yeah, it was such a letdown, so I just ended up using like the head as like a vibrator, which is fine. I kind of disappointed. I'm just gonna have to order a different vibrator. Say love you. Um, um. Okay, so the thing that I learned this week, I learned two things. Oh my god, low like, learn something. They have changed my life. I'm reconsidering a lot of fucking things. First thing, there is no G spot. Technically, there is no organ inside a woman in her vagina that's going to make her orgasm. Because the uh, part of your clit kind of goes into your vagina. 
little bit, but like you can only actually like orgasm from like your quote being stimulated. Really? Science, yeah, yeah. Really? Because I've never had a vaginal orgasm until I had sex with a big dick guy. But obviously because it's rubbing the outside as well. Well, yeah, and I think it was just because he was also rubbing me up. <laughs> you know, but it just, like, felt good. <laughs> it still feels good, don't get me wrong, but, like, you're, it's not going to be the same as, like, you having an orgasm on your foot. I don't know. What is your thought? What are your thoughts on this? <laughs> the second thing I learned was that astrology, like, our, astro- our horoscope signs, right? Astrological signs were created when we thought that the planets and the sun revolved around Earth. Oh. So they're not actually, like, a thing. Crazy. They're not actually a thing. (laughs) All those people that got tattoos. (laughs) They're wrong. You're wrong. I have a, a astrology tattoo, so yep, I fucked up. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's what those are the things that I learned that I wanted to talk about. <laughs> that's all that I've got going on this month. <laughs> I've been lame. I've just been hanging out doing my thing. Well, I've been sitting here just sweating in a pool of sweat. Yeah, I heard you don't have an air conditioner. No, no, no. And there's like, the my window's amazing, but there's no airflow through the window just for the position of it. So it's like, cool. Oh, doesn't do a damn thing. No, like... You got all the fans going on? Yeah. 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 Nice. But, okay, well, yeah. until next time... Uh, bye. Bye.